This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Iowa State Director of Athletics, Jamie Pollard. As a much-anticipated athletic season gets started, it's a perfect time to catch up with Jamie on multiple topics, including the excitement surrounding Cyclone football. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Jamie Pollard. Jamie, it's nice to catch up with you again, and I think one thing to get us started was just a tremendous event that we had down in Des Moines last week, Cyclones Unplugged. What kind of feedback did you get on that event and the, the format and the way we did that? Overwhelmingly positive. I think people really appreciated that we changed things up. It's not that we didn't like Meet the Coaches Night. That was a successful event. But sometimes you just have to do something a little different to get a little shot of energy. And I think the event is, is a great incubator for what it can become in the future as more people learn about it. And it is clear that people are very excited about Cyclone football. Can you remember a time when the fan base is this charged up about the start of a football season? No. <laughs> now you want me to expand on that, right? Please. Now, yes. Um, it is really, um, it's enjoyable. It's fun to see because we as a fan base haven't had expectations like this and that feeling. And so our fans should get to enjoy it really get to enjoy it because we all know they've uh, they've waited a long, long time to have opportunities like this, and so they should get to enjoy it. Well, and I like the story you shared about the fan that asked you what he could do. Tell us that story again because I think that really kind of hits home for the message to this fan base as a whole right now. Well, we were talking about the expectations and the excitement for the season, and so this fan asked me, they said, I'm a donor, I'm a ticket holder. What's one more thing I could do? to help this program get better. And you know, I didn't have a lot of time to think about it. I just naturally responded and I said, don't change. And what I really meant by that was our fans have been so loyal, so passionate, so caring, and they've done it through some times that have been really, really thin. And so now we have this opportunity before us to possibly have something really great happen, but it won't just happen. I'm sure there's gonna be a little, you know, there's gonna be some valleys in there. And when we hit those valleys, are we going to become the fans that we make fun of? Or are we going to stay true to who we've always been, which is loyal, passionate, and caring? And I tell you what, if our fans can stay true to who they are, and then we continue to grow this and win, I mean it when I say it. It's a, it's a, a metaphor, but yeah. it's playing with matches near a gas can because this place will explode. Speaking of staying who you are, I think that's a, a really great quality that Matt Campbell has. And a lot of programs talk about culture. Everybody has one, good or bad. But he has really done wonders with the culture in that Bergstrom football complex. Expand a little bit on just how consistent he is day to day with the message to his guys and how that really seems to be something that resonates with those guys. Well, first of all, I mean, it is truly amazing how consistent he is. Oftentimes, people want that fire and brimstone from the football coach, and, and I'm not saying that that's bad or good, right? But when you get it, you get just highs and lows, and everybody kind of takes that lead. And then you have somebody like Matt come along, and, you know, at first it was like, okay, is this just programmed? Is he just saying it? But then you actually see it in action. You know, we beat Oklahoma, and he's no different than when, you know, we lost a tough game. And what you find over time is that there's just so sincere 
that the young men in that football program have come accustomed to that, so they know what they're going to get all the time. And I think that that's what's been a big part of our culture is it's just been so naturally just real. And it doesn't have these big swings of emotion. And I think that's what allows them to just stay the course. And, you know, games like Oklahoma where we were down early and, you know, we just kept doing what we were doing and it turned out okay. That is the mark of true success. You know, a lot like Matt, I know that you enjoy reading a lot and you enjoy reading about leadership. What's been your favorite read, whether it be a magazine article, a book, uh, about leadership? Well, I, I'm you know, not saying it just because they're currently reading it, but you know, the last two books that the uh, football team read, mm-hmm. um, especially the last one, Pounding the Stone, really had some meaning to me because uh, one, you know, just the storyline is about you know a, a young man that's fallen on hard times in athletics and some of the, the trials that they go through, and it just made me really think about some of the young men and women we have in our programs that have gone through similar sets of circumstances. But then it also made me stop and think about just what, you know, what's happened in my 14 years, what's happened to all the fans at Iowa State that have been doing this for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of people that have been pounding the stone for a long time here, hoping that someday all that work would shine back on us in a really exciting way. And so I would say pound the stone. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. I want to ask you about volleyball, the new floor really catches your eye when you watch on TV or you're in the arena. It kind of sets us apart. Nobody else in the Big 12 has anything like that. Well, it's something that Coach Johnson had asked us about for the last couple of years, and um, we just decided let's do it. it you know, I, I want to thank our operations staff because buying it is the easy part. I just have to say yes, and we find the money. The operations staff are the ones that have to put it up, take it down. You know, when basketball gets rolling, you know, then and wrestling, it you know it'll add a lot of work to their lives. But yes, it, a it's very noticeable. B the student athletes love playing on it. It's a softer surface visually when you're there watching or watching it on TV, which I did both this past weekend. There's just stark contrast of you're on a volleyball court. You tend to see the lines mm-hmm. a lot clearer. You don't have all the other markings coming across the court. I think our staff that designed it did an incredible job matching the red. So the, the, the Cardinal just, I was worried about that, yeah. and that part looks really good. And, and then I just think it sends a great message about we're an elite-level volleyball program, and so we've given our program another elite-level tool in their toolbox. Speaking of Hilton Coliseum and changes, obviously a lot's going on around the arena with the parking. Kind of a mess right now, but when it's done, boy, is that going to be a spectacular addition. And I think our fan base is just going to be very appreciative of that increased availability of parking in there. Well, yes. You know, number one, it's going to that area around C1, C2, so both north and south of Hilton, having a nice flat paved surface where there weren't potholes you can fall in. Um, so hopefully someday we can do that throughout the entire parking lots. But number two, the number of additional spaces that'll be close in to Hilton. So I know when it comes January and February, they'll really appreciate that. Number three, I think just it doesn't seem as crowded and as cluttered. So I think it'll be a safer environment, especially because there's sidewalks put in for those that are walking to the outer lots. And then lastly, for those that will be able to enter and exit from the north off of Lincoln Way, they're going to absolutely love it because you can get out and get in so much quicker. 
And you announced this week a big event coming to Hilton Coliseum in October, the NBA exhibition between the Bucks and the Timberwolves. That'll be neat to have something different like that in Hilton Coliseum. Absolutely. You know, I, I've heard over the course of time, you know, all the great stories from the yesteryears of concerts and yeah. all the wonderful things that went on in Hilton. And unfortunately, that world had, has changed and kind of moved on from us because those stops tend to go into the bigger cities. So whenever we can get a concert or a special unique event, it's really fun to do. And so the relationship that we have developed um, through Ryan Grant, who used to be on our staff, that's now the president of the Iowa Wolves, and the ties that we have to some of the folks at the Timberwolves because of Fred's time there, really brought this together. And I think it's going to be a, a wonderful opportunity, not just for our fans, but just people in central Iowa that want to get out and see some NBA all-stars on both sides, you know, on both teams. Of course, Hilton Coliseum is going to be buzzing again this year with wrestling. Kevin Dresser took big strides in year one. And he just never takes his foot off the gas. I know you were down at an event on Monday, down at Glen Oaks. His commitment to getting this program to back to the elite level where it belongs is just so fun to see because his passion is endless. Well, if I didn't know better, I'd think he was J.T. Barnum. Yeah, I think they just did a movie. It was Kevin Dresser's life story because the guy is, um, you're right, he's relentless when it comes to promoting the sport of wrestling and really promoting what they need to get done through the Cyclone Regional Training Center. And so, yeah, we had a great event down at Glen Oaks on Monday, but he's been doing those throughout the state for the last you know year. And so um, it was fun to be there Monday night and just see a lot of new faces people that are in the Des Moines community that maybe aren't Cyclones or Hawkeyes or Panthers, maybe not even wrestling fans, but Kevin has reached into them and figured out a way to get them to come play in a golf outing and bid on auction items and help support his cause. And it's, it's early to start thinking about the winter sports. We might, might want to enjoy the football season and everything else in the fall first, but I think there is a lot of excitement right now for men's and women's basketball because people can see that those rosters have been rebuilt in a really positive way. There's some good talent here on campus and great coaches in place. This could be a really fun winter in Hilton Coliseum. Well, that's what we're certainly hoping for. I know last year was a little bit of a reset for both teams, and it was unusual because our fans have grown to not have to think about our resetting, but for a multitude of reasons, we had to. And both teams have repopulated their rosters and are in a great position for, to have exciting seasons. You know, I know the men, because of just the nature of our society, get a lot of the hype about it. But our women's team has some great stories. You know, the story this week in the Ames Tribune was Very just good. absolutely phenomenal. And yeah. anybody that's a Cyclone women's basketball fan should read that story because it'll make watching this year's uh, women's team just that much more meaningful when you know that there's a student athlete that's you know, been through something that we only read about. She's lived it. But there's other young women on that team, too, that are going to be new. And so that'll be be really fun for us to go to men's and women's games this year and watch a whole group of new student-athletes develop before our eyes. Another big thing coming to Ames this year is uh, Big 12 Cross Country and defending champions, both the men and women. There's some exciting things going on with both programs right now, both in the top 20 nationally. And uh, some high expectations. Well, there is. You know, Coach Smith has uh, done a, a great job of uh, building out the programs, and you know, the men's team is starting the year ranked fifth in the country, which is truly amazing. Uh, they'll be going to try to defend their Big 12 championship, and then our women's team will uh, not only be trying to defend 
their championship and win their seventh in the last eight years. But they'll also be doing it with the new coach, Amy Rudolph, who we're very excited to have a, an Olympian and a world-class runner willing to come be our head coach. And so it'll be fun to, to watch Amy grow into her role as the leader of our women's program. I ask you this every year, and I think you always take a pretty optimistic outlook, but realistic at the same time. State of the Big 12, where are things with the Big 12 Conference right now? How optimistic are you going forward? Well, you know, the um, last two years have been all quiet on the Western Front, so to speak. So, number one, that's been enjoyable because uh, we haven't had to deal with trying to fend off all the people that are the naysayers. But what also has happened during that last two years is there's been a lot of success. I mean, we had the Heisman Trophy winner last year. We had a college football playoff, one of the four teams in there. We had arguably the best and most successful basketball league in the in the country. Baseball, although we don't have it at Iowa State, baseball has been phenomenal in the Big 12. Um, the track and cross-country programs do really well. Volleyball does. You know, you go down the line. So there's been a lot of wonderful things happening in this league that hopefully, hopefully we can be more focused on as we get further and further removed from what the focus had been on, which was really unfortunate. I want to mention one last thing with you. You brought it up earlier, just the people that do the little things behind the scenes. You mentioned it with the volleyball floor. And something that I've come to appreciate after being, becoming a part of the athletics department is just how many people are involved in a game day operation and filling all these different roles to make things kind of go off without a hitch. And as we approach this first football game, you stop and think, there are a lot of people doing a lot of things to make sure that the fans have as enjoyable a game day experience as possible. I just wanted to give you a chance to say your thoughts on all those people that do all those different roles to make sure it's a really great game day experience. Well, it is phenomenal when you are on the inside and you get to see how many people go into a football game day. I mean, we have 200 full-time staff, many of which are coaches and you know aren't involved in that part of it. But on a game day, there's over 1,000 people that are employed on a part-time basis or volunteer through all the concession operations we have to make a game day work. And, you know, that's a lot of points of light that people have to show up and be informed and educated and because they're on the front lines of working with, you know, the 60,000 constituents that we have in the stadium and probably another 15 or 20,000 that don't come in the stadium. So it's a huge undertaking. There's a lot of people here that prop that up and um, are people that you know go unnoticed by the nature of what their jobs are but you know when people write the athletics director to talk to me about the hot chocolate or the popcorn or the sound or <laughs> the traffic or you know you name it there are people that are really really good people that are trying their darndest to give all of our fans the best possible experience that they can give. Well, I know you always take the time to respond, and I want to thank you for taking the time today to visit with us and uh, give us a little update on Iowa State Athletics. Well, thank you, John, and as I've said a couple times this week, I'm done talking about it. I'm ready for action. <laughs> Me too. Thanks. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.